What's good? Yeah, what up? Chilling. All right, all right. As you know, welcome to Gun Tony, my resident host. And I'm Digger Jones. Welcome to News and Views with Digger Jones. Now, Tony, the word classic is thrown around hip hop like salads at a, you know, croutons at a salad bar, right? Mm-hmm. But what artists have two or more classic albums? Real classic albums. What was that? I said official real classic albums. And define an official real classic. Um, sometimes you have an instant classic that is just so great that it, you just automatically are drawn to it. And then I think you have something that's like a timeless classic that may have not right. been thought of classic when it came out, but the significant of it you can see at a later time. Right. And, and and those are the ones that people will talk about for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, for four, you know, on and on and on and on. Those are like real classics. And there are some things that we have called hood classics. Because we know yeah, Jesus Mafia has a lot of those. And a lot of people have mixtapes that are hood You know, when the mixtape era came in, right? you have artists who had, you know, classic mixtapes that were better than a lot of people's album, or they were better than their, what you call, studio albums. Right. You know, like a Rick Ross or a Wayne or a, uh, a Jeezy. Yeah, Wayne's notorious for it. Yeah, but you know that's all politics. But, right. You know, classics are just usually the timeless, and a classic doesn't have to be every song. You know, like uh, every you know, sometimes it's yeah, like you know, it, it's always one song. Just because you ain't like it, somebody likes it. Right. You know, but a classic is just it's timeless, really. So it it, well, it 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 goes it goes through eras. Well, what me and Tone did the other day with the help of my dude John and my dude Clifton White, what we did was we got on the phone. We had a about an hour and a half long conversation about you know which artists have more than one classic. And by classic, we mean and, and a lot of artists don't have classic. You said a lot of artists don't have what? A lot of artists don't have one classic. Right. There's plenty of people like that. But right now, what we're targeting is the one with two or more. And when and we did the a, list, the, yeah, when we did the list, the first person that we came up with was Jay Z. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes to show that the Blueprint and Reasonable Doubt were both classic CDs. Both classic, <laughs> and I think you know. Not only were not only were those two classic in there because they were two different eras, really. One was the nineties, right. was the beginning of the two thousands. Right. Totally different sounds. Totally different. You know, it was from a person coming in and a person at the top. You one know what I mean? The, one thing I said the blueprint did was it ushered the millennial Jay. The Jay that we're known yeah. to as now, and like, that was like had, that was like the best. That was him at his peak too, like lyrically. 
Because that was at the point where he had too much money to be a street hustler. Yeah. But way too much money, you know, to be considered, you know, a kingpin. Uh-huh. He, that right there, he was already at the top of his craft. You know what it is about J2? Like, you say he had too much money to be a street hustler. And <clears throat> he's had enough street in him to still spit the game to the people who don't have it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that he, that was his OG status album. I was going to say, That's just like an elder really statesman. OG. Yeah, that album made him a real, like, hip-hop OG. Like, like, you know what I mean? You got that. And there's a line in Izzo where he says, you act like I um, told you how to show the crack. Um, oh, you thought I um, showed you crack? No. Hove did that. So Hove possibly that. you don't have to. Right. Uh-huh. So basically, it's just like we were saying, only built for Cuban links towards the end of the CD. This is what we've become, and this is the jewels I want to spit back to you. Uh-huh. So. But, you know, Jay we had, doubt. That was like that was like a... He's one of the few people who have a, like almost a flawless first album. There's people who have it, but he had it. Like, and it wasn't even just because his persona wasn't. He didn't have a rookie's persona. Right. It was. It was like a veteran. It was like a veteran's album, but that was his debut. Right. And, and that said a lot about his debut. He spent so much game on that CD that, honestly speaking, you couldn't even tell he was working, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few people out there who have, like, veteran, you know, veteran um, personas, but him, you are, you know, you can even see it, the way he would, the way he carried himself. It was different from what you would think of. Yeah, but he but one thing, he was a little older than most people on his day. Yeah, I mean, he released his first CD at 26. Yeah, so that has a lot to do with it, but even so, you know, he didn't have any kind of setbacks on, you know, like people, first album, then they get better, have to work on them. He was pretty much a vet when he came in. And what what hurt him, actually, is he said that he set a too high of a bar for his next CD. You know, he had a the production was just – he picked the right producers, and he had in-house producers, too, with Ski. Right. So, you know, that was a that was a very good – it was a very good debut, and then, like, a good debut as a – so his classics are timeless. And it's funny because our next artist debuted with a classic also, and that's Nas. Mm-hmm. So you got Illmatic and you got Stillmatic. Yeah. And uh, even if you want to throw it in there, it was written as classic also. I consider that a classic. Yeah, that's a classic. So he has three. He got three rings. So it was written as a classic also. And, yeah. you know, he came See, out that, the gate that, twice. Yeah, but that three rings club is... Very that's rare. That's a whole different club. You know, that's very rare. But with Nas, his classic was more of like... Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's debut was like a street kind of debut, more so. Uh-huh. Nas' debut was like a pop MC's debut. Right. You know what I mean? Like, one is a hustler, one is a, like a real, like, you know, still a street dude, but he's 
No, I say Illmatic was a street album, but the thing about it is he learned the other side of the game real quickly. It was, but when you listen to him, like, nobody ever had, like, his flow is the words he uses. That's what I, I mean by, like, an MC. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the I used to be street all day, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, like, really an MC. Like, you got control over everything. Like, you got a lot of hustlers that put out albums, but I don't consider them real MCs. You know, it's like the the hip-hop outweighs the other stuff. And just like Jay-Z, Nas had to reinvent himself with Stillmatic, which led him to another classic album. Yeah, and that was like his OG status right there. Right. You know, and we can say, could, wait, is it safe to say that Jay Z was responsible for Nas's third classic? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. I don't really know. No, and because this is why I say it. I say because Nas got Nas got comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm one of the illest MCs. My vocabulary is like no other. But he was releasing mediocre really? albums. I can't even say albums because I am is a good CD. Not yeah, it ain't great. That great. It was okay. But and you know I he released the, the QB finest. I think the source gave it three mics. The source gave what three mics? Though. I think they gave Nasir Damas three mics. Because I know I am got four and a half. Yeah, it did I think they were. Uh, they, they 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 jumped the gun on that one. I am got four and a half mics and so did um it was written. At the time though, it may have been a four and a half at the time. You know, Nas what was actually, that, believe it or not, what what people don't know in the source is do you know Nas has the highest mic rating per capita in the source? Well you know, his lyrics speak for itself. Nas is Nas. Nas is um Mike per capita in the source is 4.3. And I think what really killed his discography was Nostradamus. Well, you know, that was supposed to be one album. Right. I am Nostradamus. And what really killed his discography is his record label. Columbia. Yeah. And as we know, they Columbia didn't do a good job with real street hip-hop artists. No. They had Nas, they had Ghost, they had uh, Cameron. They had a couple people, but they street is not, yeah. But Nas, like you said, is in the Three Ring Club. Uh, he's in the Three Ring Club. So next artist that we had on the list. I think Jay might be in the Three Ring Club too, though. What album, What other album would you consider a classic other than maybe the Black I, Album? That or American Gangster. American Gangster, I liked, but it went over so many people's heads. But yeah, it depends on who you're talking to. Like, I liked American Gangster, and believe it or not, do you know American Gangster got four mics in the source, and Kingdom Come got a wicked four and a half? And I think uh, American Gangster was better than Kingdom Come. It was way better. Yeah, because Kingdom Come was a little bit forgettable. <clears throat> Ask any, I mean, my dude Rajan that you spoke to yesterday, he swears by Kingdom Come. Yeah, like but I said, it I depends on who's the listener. I couldn't rock with Kingdom Come that much. 
Because like, Jay-Z Rock would be is one of my favorite Jay albums, but it's like I got four and a half bites in the source also. Yeah, but I don't. I, it might. It's like it's an almost, but that's a whole other show. Yeah, that's another show. Yeah. That's actually that's actually our next show, almost classic. Go ahead and give Jay his three rings, though. Yeah, we'll give Jay's three wings, but the third one being Black Album or... I have to give him Hard Knock Life as a classic, too. Okay, so Jay has four. Because, but I'm giving Hard Knock Life a classic because of the movement of Hard Knock Life album. Okay, yeah. You know, it, it created it created new... It brought his record label to a, to a higher standard... And it was the most successful hip hop tour in history. And this is what I say: Hard Knock Life ushered the street jiggy era. Uh, because Diddy, you know, killed the jiggy era, but Jay Z uh, did the jiggy era and kept it street. Yeah. So, like, like, might, like his that was like one of his biggest songs was a commercial success. What was uh, it's a Hard Knock Life? Right. Which came from an Annie sample. Right. You know, it so don't get no softer give Jay the four chip. We'll give him a four chip. Yeah, definitely three. Wait, we'll give him Or four. you know what? I, I, I feel comfortable giving him three. Yeah, we'll give him the three rings. I'll, I'll limit him to three. But the next um, the next artist we had after Nas was Ghostface. Ghostface, yeah. I think he's a two-ringer. And this is another artist whose debut got him, you know, a classic status. Yeah. And his debut was, it was, and being in a group, it's hard to be in a group and come out with solo albums, and I think nobody did it better than Retail. You know what I mean? And, uh, and then Iron Man was kind of a continuation of Only Built for Cuban Links with the the co-starring, and it was co-starring Raekwon and Capadonna. You know, so um, that's like an instant classic right there. And what would you say the other classic is? Um, Supreme Clientele. I, was, I thought we both agreed with Supreme Clientele. <laughs> yeah, Supreme Clientele. But Ghostface is just so, it's dope. But when you talk about classics, those two are definitely. And just like um, just like Nas, he came out the gate twice with two classic albums. Uh, and Ghost is the next one to do that. Say what? And Ghost did that also. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, just like Nas, he did it. And he was a big part of the most classic album in history, which is only built for Cuban Links. Right. <clears throat> and then you, know, you so, could go... 36 chambers in there. Uh, so, he's in a whole different club when it comes to rings. See, but he's in a whole because he did club. it as an individual and a teammate. Yeah. So, you know, he wasn't no supporting cat. Like, he was a star amongst his team. Like, there was a lot of stars in that team. Right. And it's just sure like he when was, the Bulls uh, won the finals, but Jordan gets the MVP. Yeah. And it wasn't like he was a commercial star. He was, right. you know, he was a street star. So, let me go into the next artist that we chose. Jesus. 
Jeezy, I said he has two two classics. Because he came out the gate with Doug Motivation 101. Mm-hmm. And not only was That's that, you know... Official, a, like, his first official debut. Yeah, not only was that a universal classic, it was a hood classic. And a southern classic. Exactly. And, uh... So. And his mixtapes were classic. Trapper Die Trapper was a classic. You know? Um, <clears throat> Come shop with me. Come shop. I don't know if that's a, uh, was that good. That wasn't that good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. So I can say that's a Southern classic. Yeah, Trapper Die 2. Right. That's a classic mixtape. Um, Can't Ban the Stone Man. That's a classic mixtape. Um... You know, he's another one. Like his movement was was bigger than his albums too. Yeah. Like I remember, they used to be kids everywhere with snowman shirts, and I, I was like, do they even know what that means? Yeah. And it was even crazier when police, uh, undercover cops, was in the hood wearing snowman t-shirts. Right. <laughs> so, Jeezy has two certified classes. Oh, the other one that we didn't mention was the recession. Yeah, Jeezy might be a three-ringer, too. Who? What would you say is his third one? The recession was dope. No, that's it. That's what I said. What would you say would, his, would be his third classic? Oh, um... The second album was... The second album was good, but it wasn't a classic. Mm. I can't give the second album classic service. What was the one after the recession? Um, after the recession was TM103. What was it? Because the inspiration was the 102. Was 102. I don't know. The recession might be a classic. Uh, I can't say. Um, no, that's why I said the recession is a classic, but he only has two. One part two. Part two, part two was an almost. Yeah, he was an almost. So that can go for you know tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's kid. Yeah. So he only has. But I give him three. I give him three rings too because the trap would die. That's the mixtape. Yeah, but still, that mixtape was better than people's album. Then do you want to put Wiz Khalifa on the list for Cushion Orange Juice? You might can, but does he have like a? But that's only one album. Yeah, he don't got an official classic. Right. But I I give Jeezy three rings. Okay. I can give him two, so we can agree to disagree there. Yeah. And then so he, in between uh, us, he has two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, well no, because he got two classic mixtapes, so we'll give him three. Okay, so. Yeah, that, that knocks him into the three category. Yeah. You got to show love like that to Jeezy. Jeezy's a good dude, so. And he's a Carolina dude. And he changed he changed the whole scheme of hip hop. Right. Basically, like I said, T.I. may have invented the term trap, but Jeezy was trap rap. I don't know if T.I. invented the term, but he brought it to the masses. Right. So, the next artist we have, the next artist we have are UGK. And what would you say? Two. I'd say, in my opinion, 
dirty money and riding dirty. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally wearing my UGK riding dirty T-shirt today. Oh wow! So yeah, I actually saw that. I did see that. But the riding dirty. Not only was a Southern classic, it just showed that there was other music outside of Houston besides the Ghetto Boys, besides Scarface, and besides, you know, Houston Booty Shit. Mm-hmm. And it was a CD that Tupac respected, that Jay-Z respected. It was just, I think it just respected all across the board. Right. Board. And just like Mob Deep, they couldn't find beats nowhere, so Pipsy's just like, fuck it, I'll do the CD. Yep, and a lot of people didn't know that. So, they but, were like a southern gang star, but both of them rapped. Right. Right. <coughs> Excuse uh, me. They were like the southern Mob Deep, rather. Right. Right. But, um, what's it called? Dirty Money. I gave that a classic album because everything that they were going through, they just had. Two of the summer's biggest hits. They just had Sippin' on Syrup, which was a street uh-huh. hit, and Big Pimpin', which was a universal hit. Uh-huh. So all eyes and ears were on UGK, and they did not disappoint. Uh-huh. And that's why I gave Dirty Money. Too Hard to Swallow? That was good, but this is what got me on Too Hard to Swallow. There was two mixes of Pockets Full of Stones. Uh-huh. And everybody knows the Pimp C mix, right? Mm-hmm. The street mix was, I wouldn't say good, not that good, not that bad, but 976 Bun, wait, 976 Bun B, that prevented me from giving the album a classic status. And then, you know, um, Too Hard to Swallow contained the songs from their uh, underground album. Ba- yeah, their, um, <clears throat> what was the name the of that album? The Southern, the Southern Way. Yeah. And then I believe that they had to do songs at the last minute to because they had a, because like they had too songs that were too controversial. Yeah. And that became the band DP. Uh-huh. Like the song Pregnant Pussy and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why I couldn't give it a classic status. But still a classic group. It's still a classic group. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, you just mentioned our next people for uh, more than one classic. And they had a trifecta also, and that's Mob Deep. And that's three straight. Three straight. Three in a row. They're the first group to do it three in a row. The infamous Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth. And then Murder Music. Mm-hmm. And, and those and are like commercial it. classics and street classics. And I was about to say, the funny thing about it is three CDs in a row, three different ideas. Three different ideas. Mm-hmm. Three, three different, different sounds. Even. Yeah, three different sounds. Yeah, like, the Hell on Earth had a more dark, grittier sound. Sinister. Yeah, uh, Murder Music, the album is called Murder Music. We had a more. I believe that album more celebrated up-tempo. the high life. Yeah, it was more up tempo. Yeah, like, and we were talking about head nod and the anthems the other day, right? Mm-hmm. I was listening to the realist this morning. 
With Coogee Rap. Yeah, with Coogee Rap. And the moment, doom, 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 my head started And that's another thing we were talking about, about simplicity on a beat. Right. Right. You know, that was like, and you got Coogee Rap on the song, too. And then you turn and, around and have it's it's mine with Nas one of his best verses, right? A totally Twice different kind remix. Mm-hmm. USA, all right. USA, all right. Um, dub music, everything, right. everything was good. Right. <clears throat> Let a hoe be a hoe. <laughs> this is the first time that three classic CDs came out in a row. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is they were just beat, beating you over the head with it. Mm-hmm. And you might take this, you know, you might say, I don't see it, but in my eyes, Infamy could have been a classic. That's an almost. And I'll tell you what I did not like on the album. I didn't like the song Pray For Me because I have a strong distaste for a low mouth. See, I like that song. The beat and, was dope. And, and that, that had some of my favorite songs from my Deep On It, too. My dad oh, didn't kill that. Handcuffs is my one of my favorites. Handcuffs is a song I don't like. Get out of here. Get out of here. I hated that song. That was a skip for us. Oh, Even if you were riding in my car and you go ahead and hit the next button for me, it was okay. Like, everybody knew that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. Like, if I... I, I did that. I couldn't, you know. Let's do it again. I get that. Listen to it one more time. That's all I'm hearing right now. No, it's just like... <laughs> and let me, before we get into the next artist, let me tell you why that song was dope. Why? The song was dope because how many times you went to a club, this girls were the lame. And you're just like, yo, let me go ahead and get you over here real fast. I got the key to the handcuffs. So you go over there. Your man stay over here. We're good. I think it was the, the I just didn't like that song. Oh, Never liked it. And then it came right after my gat spitting. Come on. Right. Yeah, just bad. Maybe it was bad placement, but. Uh-uh. What was it supposed to come after? Hey, love? The only song I could. Probably the learning should have came after that. Because, like I said, the infamy could have been a classic CD, but yeah, take off the handcuffs. Oh God! Let's <laughs> 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 just go to the next artist. Yeah, who is that? Next artist is Scarface. Scarface. The fix. Another and the diary. legend. Fixing a diary. And one thing I loved about both CDs is they were ultimately short. Mm. And not saying that I don't like hearing Scarface for a long period of time. But I think the fix clocked in a little over 50 minutes. And the diary was maybe 40, 40 and change. 40 and change. Short and what would you to say was... Um, you how about um you wouldn't put um uh what's the what's the one? 
What's the what's the what's his friend? How about Mr. Scarface is back? Mr. Scarface is back. Mr. Here's the thing. I'm a biased Scarface fan. I would say all his albums are classic. But I'm just going through a general consensus. Like, the only album that I skip a lot of tracks on is The World Is Yours. And what I think the problem with The World Is Yours was, was, you know, there was a lot of filler. How about Last of a Dying Breed? Last of a Dying Breed is a classic to me. So he got he need to go ahead and get three then. You know, I don't mind giving Scarface three. Yeah, I think he needs to go ahead and get three. Because Last of a Dying Breed was four four and a half mics in the source. And that's one of the best cohesions of albums that he has. Like every track belonged there. There was no filler. There was nothing out of place. Yeah, Made was dope, too. Made was incredible, especially the song, The Suicide Notes. Yeah. Made was incredible, but so let me we, tell you Made's problem. And this is coming from a Scarface fan. Track listing. Track listing. There were songs that would have been better here than there were songs that would have been better here. It was just yeah. inconsistent. For a all that being said, he's in the three ring club too. He's in the three ring club. I give him that. Yeah. The next artist. Uh, well, because what you call it was dope too. Which um, one? How do you say it? Em- Emeritus. Um, Emeritus. Emeritus. That was dope. Here's why I can't give Emeritus that chip either. Emeritus was more so of this fulfills my contract with rap. So it was very half-hearted. It has my favorite Scarface song of all time, though. Which one? Which one? What you think? High power? No, you like high note. No, you like high note. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think in the mind of two gun for a second. (laughs) High note. But the song is so dope, though. Like, the beat. Like the way they flip that beat is just it, you felt it. You know what I mean? The Teddy Pendergrass close the door sample. Like you have a lot of people who who could do, like you know, old to old school samples, but you that just felt you know it felt timeless. Right. Right. You know. So yeah, I know. I'm a. One thing that I can say about the Emeritus album, which I can't give classic still. I'm sorry. Nah. The song High Powered, where he's, you know, exposing little Troy. Uh-huh. And that's another reason why I couldn't give the CD, you know, a classic rating, because he took time to talk about personal beefs and, you know, like yeah. I said, the CD cohesion wasn't that great. <clears throat> and this is coming Did from Scarface's number one fan. Deeply Rooted was good, but it's too soon to call a classic. And I can't call it a classic because, um, what's the name of that song? It was a song that had zero in it. Fuck You Too? Yeah, there we go. That's why I can't give it classic status. Okay. But great seating, especially being, especially Brad being almost 50. All his CDs are good. Like you know, his 
Sister Zachary is 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 pretty yeah, it's stand up. Right. But the next one is ice, ice Cube. Ice Cube has two ice classic has albums. Two I would say three. What would you say his third one is? Because I say America's Most Wanted and Death Certificate. Lethal Injection, three out the gate. Ooh, Lethal Injection was good. Three straight out the gate. Actually, no, it was incredible. Yeah, I can give that a classic album. Yeah. Three out the gate. He's definitely a three ringer. And (coughs) another person that was coming from a group. Right. And outshined the group. Right. Uh, outshined them. Right. One thing that I can say about Ice Cube is Ice Cube had one of the best ears for West Coast Beats. Mm-hmm. And they weren't exactly what would you would call like generic West Coast Beats either. Because it wasn't you gotta, a lot of... You know what I'm His first two CDs were East Coast influenced. Yeah. So when he came back to the West... With lethal injection. Not lethal injection, but um, the, the, no, actually, I, no. You know what? I can't say that lethal injection was a classic. I think the predator was more so of a classic. Because the predator had predator. a good day. Yeah, it must be. It's the predator, then. that's three straight. Yeah, because lethal injection was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah. So I knew what you yeah, mean. We both were on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, Lethal Injection was the that's four. three out the gate. Yeah. And then, you know, Lethal Injection is always uh, also like a, a almost. Yeah, Lethal Injection is a good CD, but it's not classic. Yeah, it's not a, not a classic. And that's what I was talking but about. He when he got back to the West Coast with the Predator. Mm-hmm. That's like, that was the West Coast CD at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know this is coming after the chronic. Was it? The Hold on, was, was it after or before? The printer was ninety two. Chronic was ninety two, and I want to say that Jesse was released in ninety three. The printer no, was ninety two. No. It was. I think it was released in ninety one or ninety two as well, because you got to remember in the Let Me Ride video, Ice Cube was coming out the bathroom with all those females, and he said, "Damn right, it was a good day." Mm. So I want to say that the Predator was released in '92. No, it was released a month before. There we go. Uh, Ice Cube in November, um, Dre in December. There we go. There we go. Ice Cube is a three ringer herself. So we were right. I'm not that old yet. No, not yet. Yeah, but Ice Cube has three. So he's in the three chip club. And again, his uh his discography is pretty solid. And who we got after Ice Cube actually was the first person to beef with him and went. And that's common. Common has two. I like order for chocolate and B. Uh, <clears throat> Here's the funny thing. How about, I like about, Electric um, Circus, I like Electric but not that it went over too many people's heads. I was thinking, how about um, um, his first album? Um, his first album was "Can I Borrow a Dollar"? Can I 
Mm-hmm. Can I borrow a dollar was good, but it wasn't great. I prefer I prefer resurrection over can I borrow a dollar? One day it all makes sense. It's a great CD. Mm-hmm. It's a great CD. I think that might be a classic. That is classic. So he's a so never think, too. But it's, that's funny because, you know, we had to dig in the crates. We never, wait, when you say common, the first two albums you think of is Like Water for Chocolate and B. And the way I look at a classic is the first thing you think of when you think of an artist, oh, those two are classic. If you have to, like, but dig for it and just say that artist, was good. When you, but when you got an artist who got such good shit, it's like you don't even know which one to pick. Right. But and, it's and like I said, when you always brings his A game. But when you gotta sit there and look at his discography and go, Oh, that was good too it's mm-hmm. just a good C D, it's not classic. I don't know, I might have to put um I'll put it no, I'll put it in my classic and I know you're about to put it in there. So he has three chips. Oh yeah, he's a three right there. But um one day it all makes sense. One thing I love about that is, you know, that's one of the first people to get Black Father solo uh-huh. without the roots. And he gave And Hilo. Resurrection was good, too. Resurrection was very good. But like I was I, like I was saying earlier, I like Resurrection before. Um, I like res- I'll pick Resurrection before I pick Can I Borrow a Dollar. As so he, he, he pretty much has a whole probably the last CD I pick up of his. He definitely has four classics, but I think, uh, like, we'll, we'll say three. We'll keep him in we'll the We'll say three right to now. be on the safe side. Yeah, because Res- Resurrection was also produced all by No ID. Right. And, you know, that's like, hard to do. Those, those albums are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Resurrection and um, One Day It All Makes Sense. Those are interchangeable. Yeah, so he definitely has three. So he has three, because like I said, I will pick up like water for chocolate, and I will pick up, um, you know, B. In between resurrection and um, one day, it all makes sense. It depends on my mood. <clears throat> so with that being half an album, and the other one being half an album, that qualifies you for three. Yeah. So now the next artist, you already know what two they're coming from, and that's Public Enemy. Uh, it takes a nation in fear of a black planet. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know the thing about Public Enemy, like, <clears throat> their content will kind of make a lot of that shit classic just because of the content. Right. Right. You know? So I kind of put them in a category all different. Because they were trying to do something that's even, even, um, how you say, it, 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 it stands up to what's going on right now. Right. right. You know, and that's, that's so like over 20 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, like Apocalypse 91, uh, um, mm, It was good. It was 
very I still good. listen to the by you know by the time I get to Arizona on repeat. Uh, shut them down. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, they definitely got three. They definitely got three. I still say yo bum rush the show. Yo bum rush the show was good, but it's not classic. It's a song that I can't give it a class. That for is a song, Sophisticated Bitch. Mm. That's why I can't give it a Like I said, they they were, uh, the whole persona was, is classic, so. Oh, yeah. I think, I think so, they just deserve to be in the three-ringer. Then give it to them. Yeah. They deserve it, like. There'll never now be the another public one, enemy. There'll never be another NWA. Right. Now, the next one I know is a certified two-ringer. And that's De La Soul. De La Soul. Three feet high and rising and... Balloon mine. Uh, that's what you Wait, said. no, wait. Stakes is high. Um, the, one with, the one with me, myself, and I on it. There's um, De La Soul is dead. De La Soul is dead. I, that's the two I said. Three feet high and De La Soul is dead. But I'm the one that says balloon mind state and stakes is high. Mosaic Dump was pretty, it was, I don't know if it was a classic, but it was dope. It was good. No, Mosaic, um, um, because they had two of those. Yeah, Mosaic Thumping Dead, um, um AI Bionics. Bionics. Yeah, it was two of those, yeah. But, because uh, De La Soul is Dead is classic. One of the five Mike albums in the source. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Three Feet High and Rise and introduced, um, what's it called? Skits That Made Sense. Mm-hmm. And it was a recurring theme throughout the album. <clears throat> and they gotta get, yeah, they gotta get three rings too. I wanna say, yeah, we gotta give them three. Because they they put because that in the library of Congress. And they put they put um Beefy High um rising in the Library of Congress. They did. Uh huh. And anytime you hear me, myself, and I, you got to get up and start dancing. I don't care where you at. That's true. That's true. I even had my little baby cousin dancing to it. She's only three, and she was going crazy. But that's, so, that's such a know, time to song. Yeah. And a roller skate jam named Saturdays. Everything is they're a timeless group, too. So, yeah. Honestly, yeah, I could give him three chips and not feel bad about it. Because uh, that came out in '89, and and their their career is still going strong. And you know they were strong in the 2000s, like right. You know? and, and they released one of the most solid rap CDs last year. That was um, anonymous. Indian anonymous nope. nobody. Uh huh. So they're definitely three ringers. Now the next one. I want to say have has five, <clears throat> and that's Outcast. <sighs> Look at the discography. 
Okay. Southern playlist. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. Yep. AT Aliens. Classic. 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 Aquimini. Classic. That's definitely a classic. Stangonia. Stangonia. And I think that was Classic. That was their biggest selling album other than um Speaker Box Love Below. Which is also classic. Mm-hmm. They have five out the gate. This is this is a dope group. Like when when you think about duos, like Outgas gotta be like the best. They're the best so far. Yeah, they gotta be the best. Like no different like, how can you come out with five classics out five the gate. Out the gate. And, and not only that, to not really get any love until your third one. Right. Right. You know, like people. People talk about ATL and it was more of a southern thing. They had that big radio hit with um elevators. elevators. They really did, they really didn't get their respect until a third one. You know, that's when everybody started to look at them like they were forced to be reckoned with. And each release was bigger than the next one. <clears throat> but wouldn't you believe they have five classes but would you agree with me that they have five classes out the gate? I say four out of the gate. Which one would you which one would you not consider classic? Well see Speaker Box Love Below, you know, that was two solo albums, even though it was uh-huh. a, you know But it was an outcast album. Yeah, it was classic and it was it was you know, it was something nobody ever did before. Do you know to this day that's the only Grammy I mean that that's the only album that won album of the year at the Grammys that has an explicit lyrics label. Man, that album sold 10 million plus. 12. 12 million plus. Mm-hmm. But de- definitely 10 million in the United States plus. Right. You know, that was like a worldwide album. Right. I think it sold you know, a million worldwide, did it not? It sold a lot. I don't know exactly how many, but it sold a lot. But then again, are they? You know how they they do it weird with double albums. They count with double albums. Anything double over album. seventy minutes, they consider you know two units. Yeah, but I think that actually sold. You know that diamond. I, I, it sold a lot either way. Like, can't take nothing from it. It sold a whole lot. Because I think it sold six million copies in the United States alone, which certified it to twelve million. Yeah. So, yeah. But like That's I said, which album wouldn't you consider a classic? That one. <laughs> I I disagree. I, I disagree. I think it was just a, it was a good 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 album, but I don't really think that's that's more classic than than ATL or the first one. And this is the reason why I say it was a classic. Because you had Big Boy doing it on his own, and you had Dre, basically who only rapped on an album twice, mm-hmm. and still had a better CD than Big Boy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I guess we could say it's a classic. There we go. So they have five. It's a five, five straight. 
But here's the thing. I did not look at Idlewild as a classic. No, I wasn't. And, 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 and I, I always consider that a soundtrack. Idlewild was very boring. And, you know, it was connected to a movie. Right. That's like when I said I don't consider Batman to be in Prince's discography. Like, Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Purple Rain is. But Stop I don't it. see Batman. I don't. Come on. Let's not even do Prince like that. We're not even going to do Prince like that. Like he that. Went to Prince he like went to get Now, Prince went and got that fat check. <laughs> he made some Prince music and got but, but you know what's as so far funny, as that though? Being a... What? Do you know over half of the songs that were used on that Batman were rehashed from old songs? Really? Like, when you listen to The Future, the first track, that was just a rehashed version of um, the song Hello. That was the B-side of... Um, what was Hello the B-side of? What album was it on? Um, which one? The future was on Batman. And um, if you listen to actually the first track on the hits, the B-sides, if you listen to the first track on the B-sides, the song is Hello. I just forget what song it was the B-side to. But listen to both of them. They're both the same song with different lyrics. See, he was smart. So that's why I don't consider that a part of his discography. Fine tone. Batman's not a yeah, part of Prince's discography. Nah. You heard it first no. from Daniel. Batman is not a part of Prince's discography. If you like Batman, if you like Batman soundtrack, that's on you. <laughs> we both know how I feel about the Batman soundtrack. It's not that great. Nah, not that great at all. Uh, <laughs> The next artist that we have on the list is Kanye West. Kanye. I said three or two. Two? I say two. Yeah. And the way Kanye walking around acting and looking now, he's lucky. You I know what? No. I changed it. I changed it back to three. I changed it back to three. And I'll tell you, college dropout. College dropout. registration. Oh. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Oh. I give you two. Which two? The first two. You wouldn't consider my beautiful dark twisted fantasy a classic? Nope. It is. Nope. Nope. Five mics in the source says. A double XL and double XL says it. Well, can't take the opinion all the time. I don't know. I, 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 just, I, I don't like. I don't like Kanye. Like I like I said, he, he's a weirdo. He's, he he went off his rocker. You know, I think that uh, all that had something to do with his music being a little different, and it just it didn't work for me. It depends on who you ask. They would say the life of Pablo is a classic. It depends on who you ask. They might say 808 and Heartbreak is a classic. There are some people that think so. You know, so, at graduation, some people might say that is. 
I think graduation might be better than um, my dark twisted fantasy. Oh, don't say that. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy was the album that we knew Kanye could do. But this is so weird. <clears throat> it was weird, but when you think about some of Outkast's shit, that's weird. When you think about yeah, it, it wasn't that weird. I mean, I when you think about weird. some of Nas's shit, Nas's shit's weird. Common shit's weird. Not that weird. De La Soul oh, shit's weird. Yeah, they come from a different. <laughs> they were they was flower. They were like hippies. But then they like I said, they lost so they're three chippers too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kanye, I don't want to give Kanye three rings in no way, shape, or form. I can't do say it. What? You can't do it? I can't give him. No, I can't do it. We'll give him two. Uh, this year, you know, if you want to say three, a lot of people are gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say no. Because I, 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 that's just like the Dr. Dre conversation we had the other day, mm-hmm. where I said Dr. Dre has two, Cliff said Dr. Dre has two, you said he has one, and Rajon said he has one. Well, you know, being it is how I said ghost writing and ghost producing, you can't get no right. plastic for that. Okay, well, so, Kanye does have ghost production. Kanye uses ghost writers. So who's to say you're the classic at all? Wait, his first, his first, I don't think he did. Okay, so he has one classic. He, he did had That's a lot of ghost production on the second one. John Bryan produced a lot of the tracks. Yeah, but the lyrics were good though. Okay, so <clears throat> so we asked. How about we just did one? Then he doesn't. Then he Can doesn't do deserve that? to be named in this list. <laughs> Yeah. Goodbye, Kanye. All right, Kanye. You, you just eliminated Fool. yourself. Fool. Three. First three. Who? Kanye? Yeah. So who said that? So he's going to come that? out of nowhere. That's Is that B? He's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah. First three. You want me to call your phone? I was like, call B's phone. Let me call him. He's going to come out of nowhere like Jeepers Creepers holding up three fingers. Like, <laughs> he's a, he, he's a, he Michael Jordan. And we talk about the early 90s. Right. Call me yeah. phone. We can get him on the phone. We'll, we'll wait. He ain't just going to creep up on me talk about Kanye got three classics. Yeah, because I was about to ask you, who the fuck was that? Damn. Came out of nowhere. I thought he was somewhere smoking pot. <laughs> Don't put that man hey, in on this show. <laughs> Shit, I, I'm about to smoke too. Shit. All right. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and get him on the line. As you can tell, guys, Tony is going to add his cousin Bucini in the mix. So, <laughs> in my eyes, I think Kanye has t- three. Tony says he has none. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay, B's here. Yeah. Oh, but all right, B. How many, how many times did you say Ye has? Uh, arguably three, but definitely two. But arguably three. I said which three? Two, but I hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a, the wait first a minute. Which three? The first three. Uh, <clears throat> I don't College think drop out, uh, late registration and graduation. Graduation is my favorite one out of the three. 
That's my favorite right. one I out of give, the three. I can't give graduation a classic because it had Barry Bonds on it. That was actually one of the records I like. If, if, if anything would discredit that, that and record. And then on top of that, it had Drunken Hot Girl. It would have to be. I like that song too. That's why I, for, for me, the, the record that I would take off would have to be stronger because those are Kanye records. Like those records don't work for other people, but those are good Kanye records. Like I'm much rather hit. Kanye is pretty much um, an acquired taste. Right. Yeah, he, he's a he's a he's a different kind of rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's, so as far as a, as a Kanye record goes, I would say that that was cause just like I make this argument about like other albums. Like people say certain albums by other artists aren't good, but let's say if Soldier Boy would have come out with one of those albums, they would be like they would talk about him the same way that they were talking about Lil Wayne in '05 or six. I can't agree. With but that. to 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 to. To get Brandon up to speed, we were saying who had two or more classics. So far, we have Common, UGK, uh, I'll, I'll, go ahead, Nas. I'll go ahead and name the list from where we're at. Uh, we have Jay-Z, Nas. Three. Ghostface. No, Ghostface has two. <laughs> Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Three. UGK. Two. Mob Deep. Three straight. Scarface. Oh, I was about three. to say, I was wondering when that one was going to pop up. Three. Scarface. And we got a three ring club, like the three ring club that's like, you know, presidential. Ice Cube. Three. Common. Three. Public Enemy. Two. But as a, you know, I gave them the, the, the three ring because of who Public Enemy is and what they stood for as a whole. Yeah. We have De La Soul. Three. Outcast. What, four straight? Five. Five straight? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about that. <laughs> Whoa. Why why is that B? Because I can't get think on your classic. Think of what? Why? That I I I felt I felt it was weak compared to the the previous dude. There was nothing weak about that CD. Even Tone said it was a classic. Comparing it to the other three, I can see where you say weak compared to it. But you don't think that was a classic? Give Outkast their pops. Don't do that to Outkast. Them niggas are not. Nah, nah, nah. They, they, I, but I say they got four. Because I, cause I would go to speak about some love below, but I, I don't they know. Got I, five can't, I can't. They got, they got five straight. Five. <laughs> uh huh. Don't do that to them. Yeah, they got, let the, they got their five. <laughs> they earned their five. <laughs> Word. And now we're on Kanye West. Two. We'll give him two. And everybody knows how I feel about Kanye. Like, <coughs> never bought a Kanye I can go to album bed. in my life. I can go to bed at night comfortable knowing that Kanye has two. 
and B knows I would never even let him play Kanye in my car. Damn, Tony. And he would get mad. Damn, two guns. He would get mad. Like I think the first one, I gave it a little. We ran that through twice. Other than that, nah. Nah. All right. He had some songs. I'm like, great producer, though. Like, as a producer back then, I thought Kanye couldn't do no wrong. Now, the next, the next artist up on this the next artist up on this list, Tone's ears about to sit there and raise up like a Rottweiler. And that's the Wu. Wu-Tang Clan. They got two, two. classics. Two. Yeah, two. Yeah, we we all agree with two. <clears throat> and then I and then we're gonna have another show called People Who Had Almost Classics. Right. And that's gonna be the next show. Almost. And you know, as a group, they got two classics. Right. So I wouldn't even have to Wu too long. But I gotta say one thing about Wu Tang. What's that? A Better Tomorrow. I hated the album but I understood what they were trying to do. And I think 20 years from now, that's going to be looked at as a classic album. A Better Tomorrow, don't get me wrong, I love the song Ron O'Neill, and I love Wu-Tang Reunion at the end, but a lot of it fell flat to me. I think that's because we were expecting 36 Chambers Part 2, and we didn't get it. I guess. Like... but I, I don't like the fact that in the liner now, notes they didn't even show a picture of the group. Well, you know, they really didn't need to. Oh well, they really well, didn't need to. That's neither here or there. They got their two classics. But I do, like I said, I didn't like a better tomorrow. But I understand what was <clears throat> what they were trying to do. They were trying to make something big and something that transcended hip-hop and rap music. So maybe 20 years from now, when we go back and listen to it, or we like 55 years old, we might consider that as a great album. But they definitely got two classic albums. You know, the bad thing about it is they probably got a definite three. The bad thing about it is we'll we'll probably never hit that third one. Right, because the main dollar album. Yeah. Yo, I, I heard that wasn't even really a Wu Tang album. That was a Silver Rings album. Some kind of that was a what? This dude named he's like a Moroccan Dutch Moroccan or something. He does production, and I think that was something between him and RZA. I really don't think that was a true Wu Tang album. Either way, they got two. They got two. Classic group though. Now, yeah. the next artist... And the only reason the W ain't a classic is because... You said Gravel Pit? Well, I didn't, well, see, I like Gravel Pit, but that was like my skimple track. That was my skip track. It was just... It was a little bland. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it started off, you know, kind of up-tempo, woo, and then it just kind of got bland. And then at the end, it, it started to feel a little too fun for me. You know? Oh, with the with the female singing and everything? And just the, 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 the beat choices, the beat selection. 
Like I said, they got you. They definitely got you. So, the next artist. Tupac. Three. Two. You think you, you think three and not two? Or three. Would you, would you, what would you give me for three? What would I give my two to? Me Against the World and Machiavelli. That's what I that's what I would have picked for my two. That's why I was interested to hear like what he because he said three. Oh, you would throw that in there? Got to. <clears throat> Got to. Like I said, Megas World, Machiavelli. And the reason why I picked Machiavelli is because Machiavelli was recorded in the process of three days. But not just that. That's I mean that that uh, arguably his best work. <clears throat> No, most people will argue that Megan's the world or All Eyes on Me would be his best work. I think it was I think it was like Machiavelli was his grown man now. Right. Because you got to remember, Tupac was only twenty five when he passed. When he died, yeah. You know, he was still him and Biggie was they was kids, man. It was children. Yeah, Biggie died at twenty four. Yeah, like people don't realize you still pretty much twenty five. I don't care. When nobody tells you. Right. You know, that's like, at 25, after 25, that's when you really start to go through, like, mental changes. And, you know, and Pac was, he had all that as a kid, kind of, but he was still immature as hell. Right. You, You know what I mean? Right. So... People are saying well, I, that that's the Machiavelli is, is arguably his his best work because you know, like they were kids like you know when he's not of course he was young like wow he was twenty five like you know you be like they're young but you don't think about it in, in terms of how young they actually were excuse me until you surpass that age yeah you know and then you like damn like them niggas is young. Like real young. Like I look at people at twenty five now, and I'd be like, "Well, y'all don't know shit." Yeah. But he was he was he was he was beyond his time. But a lot of that had to do with his upbringing. Like he, uh, <laughs> a lot, but you know, but the question remains: growing up. The question remains is how many classics does he have? I say three. I gotta put all eyes on me on there. I can respect that. Because, <clears throat> like, him and Wu, I always say Wu Tang has the only true great double CD. But I think, you know, you gotta put Pac in there too for his double CD. The only so, reason why I, why I normally don't like to include, I, I, I like, a, a lot of times I'm just gonna really <clears throat> an album as far as the catalog is concerned. Because that can kind of be looked at the same way as Lost Tape. Because a lot of those weren't really his records originally. So, long and, story and short, pop- it's a 2 3 consensus saying that he has three classics instead of two. And, and you know, Pac did something smart with All Eyes on Me. He had a three album deal. Yeah. So he said, I'm going to get into a double album. Right. You know, so I, I give that a classic. Okay, so 
Pac has three classics. But still, uh, still, he has a great catalog, nonetheless. Yeah. All right. As a move. The next artist that we have is Boogie Down Productions. Two. Two. Yeah, I can agree with that. Criminal Minded by Any Means Necessary. <clears throat> yep. And and with Boogie Down Productions, they're, they're, um, you put them in a category with the NWA, the Public Enemies. Right. You know, so classic all the way around the board. I won't cover BDP too much because even when I was, you know, reviewing, you know, to my friends about the show and everything, they're just like, "Who?" I'm just like, "Never mind, just forget it." <laughs> you know, there's people who yeah, don't they, dig in the truth. They just think KRS one. Yeah, there's people who don't dig in the crates. Y'all wouldn't throw entertainment in that just to get just to give it a, a, a even three, even without the you know the legacy factor. No. Don't get me wrong. Even though Entertainment got, um, what was it, five mics and a source, it wasn't one of the best BDP CDs. <clears throat> I think it was somebody, ahead of its time. It was that ahead was, of its that time. Was the, uh, but it was ahead of its time. But the way I look at it is like this. Is that a CD that if I had to pick up three of their CDs, would I pick up Entertainment? No. I'd pick up Criminal Minded by any means necessary, and I'd call it a day. <laughs> you know what's so what's so weird about um, BDP though? What's that? Like you usually only saw KRS One on the on the cover. Because care um because BDP used to be Scott LaRock and KRS One, but remember Scott LaRock was killed after Criminal Minded. Mm-hmm. He just kept the name going, and um after um what was it Sex Violence and um Sex Drugs and Violence. After that commercially, you know, went left, he just said, you know what? I can't tarnish BDP's legacy. I'm just going to go solo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's why you just saw KRS-One on the covers. Mm-hmm. But um, what's it called? Yeah, in my opinion, they only have two. Don't get me wrong, B. Entertainment was such a good CD, but I can't give it a classic status. That's my personal um, That that would be my personal favorite. How about um ghetto music? Mm, no. 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 I think that's the album everybody needs to go back and listen to, just because it didn't have any <clears throat> big commercial albums, so it might have got overlooked. Right. So, I mean. You know what? For for B's sake, we'll go ahead and say three because, you know, now that I'm thinking about the track listing of entertainment, like the Kenny Parker show makes it classic nonetheless. And I, I, and I think you got to give them that, 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 that breathing roster just because of the influence. Yeah, I mean, and then Love's Gonna Get You was on that album, Material Love. What? Yeah. Yeah, I can give them three chip. Just for the impact itself. I didn't want to, but Brandon pushed me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Thanks B. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next the next group is one of my personal favorites. And that's a tribe called Quest. 
I said three. I, 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 yeah, I think they got three, too. But here's why I gave them three, because I gave them two half albums. And, you know, two halves make a full whole. So I gave them the low-end theory. I gave them Midnight Marauders. I gave them half for the love movement and another half for we got it from here. Thank you for your service. Now, that one, see, that's the thing. If you include that, see, and, and I wouldn't even think about that one. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that was a really good album. And I was what? surprised by that because the, the last one that they dropped. Oh, yeah, the one they released last year. That was a great CD. <laughs> Why do people be forgetting about Beat Rhymes in Life? Beat Rhymes in Life? Here's the thing about Beat Rhymes in Life. Beat I Rhymes in Life that was more so sinister. And Beat Rhymes in Life had more consequence than it had fights. Yeah. So that's why. They had, that, they had that record with, uh, with Chase Evans on it. Right. How about the Low End Theory? The Low End Theory, that's the first one I named. I'm people of Sister Travel. People's Instinctive Travels and A Path to Rhythm. That was a great produced album, but overall, I mean, Benita Applebaum. No, we got to give them a classic for that. We got to give them a classic for I Left My Wallet and Elsa Gundo and Can I Kick It and all that. So you're saying they have four classics? Yeah, they got four. That's another group. Like, when you got I will not so disagree. much good shit, you ch- when, when, when you got artists who got so much good shit, you try to make shit seem like it was whack. You know what I mean? I, I won't disagree. But have you heard We Got It From Here? Thank you for um, thank you for your service. Like, I'm not that even going to lie. Was great. I wasn't, I wasn't a, a big fan of them as a consumer. I was. I was more so I liked what I liked. You know what I mean? But I'm going to tell you like this. Last November, when they dropped We Got It From Here, I have never been so excited for a CD release. And I remember staying up till midnight, listening to the whole CD, and I listened to it about four or five times before I went to bed. That CD was so sonically great. As a matter of fact, I woke up to that CD this morning. The, the the good thing about a CD like that is when was the last time Tribe dropped the album? What like two thousand ninety nine something? Um, it 98. was ninety um ninety nine. Ninety eight. Yeah, ninety nine. The, the was love it ninety eight? The love movie? No, the mm-hmm. love movie was. I want to say the love movie. Was nope. it ninety eight? September ninety eight. Ninety eight. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Because I was thinking. All right. Was yeah, see. Mm, so. So you take an almost like, twenty year break and release a CD that Sonic. Well, in between that, remember they had the anthology, the remixes. And yeah, but those the are Lost and that's a greatest hit in a remix CD. Those, those don't yeah. count. But, but yeah, you know, like an actual studio album, like they had. Yeah. <clears throat> You know, Q-Tip was doing his solo stuff. You know, Fife. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's the They gave us shit in between. Yeah. You know? You know, Lucy like, Pearl. You know, there was all kind of other shit going on. And, 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 
And they didn't do that in the beginning of their career, which I think was good. Like, they waited till later to start doing stuff, you know, off of the group. Right. But so they definitely got the, they definitely in the, they got, they got in the presidential. Yeah, they're in the presidential. Congratulations, fellas. Now, the next group, Eric B. and Rakim. Two. I said they got two. They got two. Followed the leader and paid him full. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Eric B. and Rakim is just like two. That's it. That just makes it easy to go to the next artist, which is Run, Dean's, Run DMC. One. Two. No. Two. I'd say Raising Hell. Raising Hell and their debut run DMC. You got to give them a bet. I give them two. I'm sorry. That was easy. I mean, I I, I, I feel like they get their legend status, they have their culture. Of course. Yeah, but they have two sonically great CDs. Two. I never worked, so I can't really, you know, that kind of that kind of killed it for me. Or I was never into music production. Well, you know, that's that. Like I said before, like them, they before our time. So <clears throat> yeah, but so was Rock Kim. No, 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 no. Run DMC was eighty four. I was right. two years old. I was two. Like I could, I could, I could, I could really remember. But what year? But like, what year? Being Rock Kim, what, what year? What year did Payton Full come out? Was it? Payton Full came out eighty seven. I was two years old. Okay, yeah, that's I remember you, '87 as clear as day. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Run DMC was, was, was before my time, but so was Rock Kim. That was still before my time. Well, see, I, the, the reason I'm saying that is because, like, when you talk about '80, '81, '82, '83, '84, that's more so like the stepping stones of what hip hop was, was starting out as, and then Rock Kim. Big Daddy Kane was like, okay, this is, you know what I mean? That was like, that was like the, the, the roof of the house. You know what I mean? Like, the house was built by that time. You right. had LL. You know, you had all those types of people. Wait, say that. The, and the artist one more time? Oh, um, LL. That's the next on my list, mm-hmm. actually. But go ahead with what you're saying. But see, I like, but see, I like LL. LL dropped his first album. In 85. Yeah. The LL was a different kind of dude, though. Oh, are we and, done and with LL was actually on different. Yeah, we're done with that. Okay, so how many classics does LL have? Three. Three? I say three. Three. Yeah. But which yeah, one? Right. Radio. Mama said knock you out. Walking with a Panther. Which one? Uh, Walking with a Panther. No, I can't say Walking with a Panther was a classic. I will say, um, what's it called? Bigger and um, I can't call Bigger and Deffer a classic also. I can't call that one a classic. Matter of fact, Mr. Mr. Smith. Smith. 
Mr. Smith. I was surprised you didn't say that one off the top. I, w- I was trying to give him the benefit. No, that's why I said. Walk with a pencil I, 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 I want him to him. name them in order. As I said, which one? <laughs> Mr. Smith. Definitely radio. Mama radio, Mama to knock, Mama's to knock you out. Smith. And Mr. Smith. He got four. What, what, what's the fourth one? Walking with a pencil. I can't put walking with a panther in there. No. <clears throat> I can't. Personally, I can't. Mm. Walking yeah, with the that's, panther that's was basically his misstep. You know what I want to say? You know what? I think walking with the panther is because I think that's when, like, the LL, as we know LL, started coming about. No, I say the LL that we know LL started coming about with um, Mama Said Knock You Out. Nah, you got to give Walker with the Panther classic. Going back to no, Charlie, Walker with the Panther, in my opinion, was a big misstep. Nah, I don't know. Like I said, remember when I said, I forget which artist I was talking about, where, nah, I was talking about Nas, where LL got too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, LL got too comfortable. Kumo D was lighting a fire up his ass. Ice T was lighting a fire up his ass. And LL came back and murdered. You know, he he was out for blood. Mm. Because Walker with a Panther was, we have to admit, that commercially was, it was a commercial failure. It was a rap failure. It was a Death Jam failure. And the album still went, what was it, gold? Platinum. It went platinum. Mm-hmm. But it was still terrible. Um, not terrible, but it was still bad. Well, I'm. Well, we won't put that on there, but that does have like two of my favorite LL songs. Which one? I'm the type of guy. Of course, and Jingle and Baby. <laughs> okay, that's my shit. My favorite song on that was Def Jam to the Motherland. So it was a it was a good. Well, we won't give it classic status, but LL definitely got great. So, so you say he has three. Mm-hmm. B? Yeah, I, I'm rocking with that with three. All right, there we go. Next, How y'all feel Kendrick... about GOAT? How y'all feel about GOAT, though? Ooh. Well, here's, here's the thing it about was, GOAT. LL it was pretty good. With... I mean, I wouldn't call it. LL came out with the term greatest of all time. And that mm-hmm. CD was supposed to represent it. But that CD did not represent the greatest of all time. That CD represent a working artist. Oh. Yeah, because like it only it has one memorable song to me, and that's Imagine That. And that song wasn't even memorable. For me, it was. Yep. Bomb was, was the memorable song off of that for me. Bill Bomb was, was good, and You that. Can't Fuck With Me was good. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> you know, I've got it. You know where I'm coming from when I imagine that because I'm Mr. Nasty Man. Yeah, but say this is Mr. Nasty talking. So. <laughs> yeah, so imagine that. So, so he definitely has three. LL Save the Saver three. Now the next one is Kendrick Lamar. Three. Four. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't even want to talk yep. about Kendrick too long. But Kendrick Lamar, the reason why I love him and the reason why he has four to me is Kendrick Lamar has four albums and he re-inter- he 
you know, reinvented himself each time. And the better. thing about it is, the thing about it is, you got to think about it. He got that one that's like basically the the untitled, the untitled, the leftovers off of the. Talking about untitled and unmastered. Yeah, and and uh, like. Un- I mean, untitled he's pretty much gold right now. Yeah, untitled unmastered. This, this is, is a the question I asked Jigga yesterday. This is something I said to Jigga yesterday. I said. This nigga came through before classes out the gate. Is he, should he already be considered the greatest of all time? No, because I don't think that, I don't think you just base, I think that that's not, you can't really base, you can't base it off of that. For one, he doesn't have the time, which is why I don't like the whole Biggie Pop argument, because but, 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 it's just, at, at the same thing, it's mitigating the same circumstances. Thing. It's just like Russell is the best basketball player of all time. Yeah, he got. No, I, don't mean, he got I, just, I don't mean better than everybody. I mean, is he one of the greatest? Of all is time? he considered all one right. of the greatest of all time? I will put him in there for two reasons. One, as we already mentioned, he came out the gate before one of those, and. You know, he's been putting in his work. It's not like he, you know, is, is oversaturating the market or anything like that. Like, he, ever since he's been putting music out, you know, he has put together a complete body of work. You know, chill, he do his features. You know, he do whatever, you know, little uh, TDB songs, TDE songs and, and stuff like that. Then, you know, two, two and a half, three years later, he'll drop a new project. And he don't let you down. So, I mean... Yeah, I think I think I think he he's definitely uh, in the, in that realm at this point. And this is this is why I couldn't give it to him. Granted, he has a great body of work. Remember, we start we didn't start naming artists the greatest until they hit the decade mark. Mm-hmm. He hasn't hit a decade yet. He may be doing all this great stuff, huh? He's with Tupac or Biggie. That's why I said, like, if we do that, then we got to take them out too. And I can't play like, Biggie as one of the greatest because because it, it ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't Kendrick's fault that they got killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if Kendrick decided to stop today, who 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 is to say that he shouldn't? You know, and, and who who can take his status away from him? Right, but. Because look, and, 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 and also look at Lauren Hill. Look at all the look at all the respect Lauren Hill get. Lauren Hill don't got ten years worth of music. She only has five at the most. Three Fuji's albums and her solo, and I'm not even counting that unplugged shit. No, that unplugged album doesn't count. I say Lauren Hill had <clears throat> such a great career that we can wipe that unplugged CD away from her discography. But we also give her legend status, also though. But that unplugged CD also went double platinum. Yeah. And when you talk about Lauren Hill, you also talk about, like I said before, cultural impact. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and her being a female. Uh, so Kendrick, you know, even like I said, if Kendrick decided to stop rapping tonight, he's gonna always be he's gonna be a great no matter what. That's true. You know, 
And when you look at Jay Z, people were saying he was the greatest of all time. He was only four years in. Yeah, that's right. So and and and, and his his first four don't match up to Kendrick. That's all. Especially when you talk about content. That's true. And, and I said before, even songs that I don't like from Kendrick Lamar, I will listen to. Like I hate um, what is it, Swimmables? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that song, but I'll still listen to it. I, I like it. You know what I mean? It's certain songs you're just not going to rock with as much, but it's still dope. All right. My next artist. So. The next artist that was on the list is Eminem. I said two. Two. Yeah, I agree with that. And that would be the Slim Shady LP. And the Eminem show. No, the Marshall said, Mathers. Uh, LP. Marshall Excuse Mathers. Me. Marshall yeah. Mathers. Yeah. Yeah. And the Eminem show. <clears throat> or was it the Curtain Call? No, Curtain Call was the greatest hit album. Oh yeah, yeah. Not Curtain Call. Encore. Encore was. Encore. Encore wasn't that great to me. No. Did you have songs like Mosh and um, what's it called? The song Puke, Ass Like That. Like, you could tell he was, like, really getting heavy into drugs at that point in time. You know what? I, I like Ass Like That for some reason. Because you're Mr. Nasty. Nah, it's not that. It was on the episode of Crank Yankers. <laughs> and that's what I remember that episode. That's what made me like that song. <laughs> that's like one of those guilty pleasures. Now, if you're gonna say Mr. Nasty song, it would be the um, uh, uh, what's the song? Something in the Shady's world. Mm-hmm. Oh, Superman. Yeah, we could put that as a as a Mr. Nasty song. But that uh, that one that was just a guilty pleasure. Yeah, but I say M, I say M has two. MF2. MF2 and Recovery was real close. Yeah, Recovery was close. And but know, it just wasn't a classic. It just wasn't a classic. What keeps Eminem off classic status is this stupid song. Mm, that, yeah. Yeah, this first single was always weird. Yeah, but you know, some of them were just weirder than most. Right. But definitely Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, of course. Hands down. Now, the next artist we have on our list is a little before B's time again, and that's Ice-T. Three. I'd say three. Power, Rhyme, Pays, and Original Gangster. I and Ron Pays, thoroughly enough, but but as far as power and original banks, I am familiar with those, so I can agree with those, so we can get into three, because I never heard all of Ron Pays. Okay, that's that's fair enough. And I see it just seems like, you know, OG. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when, like, all them people we've seen from, you know, from NWA to BDP to Rockham, Ice-T, Q, people like that, like, they... They pretty much 
got that, you know, same thing with like at this point with like people like Scarface and Nas and did like these people got twenty plus years in. Like we got rappers out now that wasn't even born when these people started. So, you know. Like and, and another Ice thing like like Ice okay. you can listen to his, his early eighties music right now. And it still makes sense. Yeah. And it still sounds good. Right, that's why I was going to add that it still sounds good. Like, here's a song called I'm Your Pusher where he was just talking about the record business. Oh, that's my shit. Right. That's my shit. And, and see, it still makes a lot of sense. To, when you go back to something like Run DMC, no disrespect, you go listen to Kings of Rock, it sounds kind of stupid. It sounds it sounds dated. That's, yeah, very outdated. You know... That's the whole thing about making classic albums. They got, they can be played in any uh, generation or any decade. All right. Now, the next artist we have is DJ Quick. Two. Two. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what? Yeah. I tell you, it's three. What's that? Quick is the name, safe and sound, and way too funky. Uh, I don't think way too funky could stand up to the other two. All right, so safe and sound and quick is the name? Yeah, I can't stand up to it. But way too funky had just like Compton on it and everything. <sighs> you know... Quick is an MC and a producer. Right. <clears throat> and, and and that's like a gift and a curse. Because when you're an MC and a producer on your own, then you got to be top-notch for both. Okay. And that's hard to do. You know what I mean? Okay. Because yeah. I could rap all day, but I can't make no beat. I can make a beat all day, you know what but I, mean? I can't rap. You, you got to think about how much mental tiredness it takes to do both. Right. And he DJ. Oh, yeah. You know, got to so, start as a DJ. But we might we can, we can get some three. We can give him three. And, I, and, I, quick, I, and quick, though, and he's underrated as hell. So, yeah, we I can give him three. I underrated. So, the next he's artist. underrated and overlooked. The next artist we have is a personal favorite group of mine also, and that's Gangstar. Three. Three. Uh, Daily Operation. Daily Operation. Yeah. Hard to earn. And, um... I said Moment moment of Truth. truth. Moment of Truth. Yeah. Like... Stepping to the arena was dope, too. Step into the... They have four. Yeah, they got four. But Step I don't want to sound arena. biased because, like, that's, like, one of my favorite groups. Yeah, they and, have and, four and classic albums. Even though, yeah, but even though it's one of my favorite groups, I think Step Into the Arena, some of the songs could be out, sound outdated. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. But see, that's the whole thing about classics. Like, a lot of this stuff can't be outdated. 
So let's just say they had three to be on the safe side, and seven to the arena was a close classic. Mm-hmm. Because when you think of hard to earn daily yeah. operation and then um, moment of truth, moment those of truth. can't be taken out. No, not at all. At all. And the owners was a solid album too. And like I said, they yeah. were coming from old niggas. Them wasn't your I'm, young niggas. I would say the owners. What was it? Um, Guru was what forty eight, one hundred forty seven, or something like that. Something to that nature. <laughs> yeah, he was one hundred thirty six <laughs> years old. Rest in peace to Guru too. Like right, right. For for a long time, a long time, Guru was my favorite MC. It took me a while to get used to his monotonous voice. But that's what made him so dope. And I remember the first time I saw the video to Mass Appeal. And I was just like, wow, this song is banging, but this nigga's voice is boring. <laughs> but it's not, though. No, I, I love it now. It, it, yeah, I never really thought it was because... You know, a lot of people was rapping fast or rapping. Like, he was just chilling. He really sounds like he was chilling. Like sitting like in a chair. Q-tip. Yeah. Like, he, he was he was doing this Teddy Pendergrass shit. He was singing from the wheelchair. And, right. and that's what made him dope because it sounded effortless. So, and, and, gang. And, and Jay-Z was another one who sounded effortless. Nas sounded effortless. I, I they just had they saying. just had a monotone. It was just monotone, right? Nothing never changed unless it was meant to change to sound funny or to show some kind of emotion. And you don't get right. a lot of people who can do that, right? So the next artist we have is Ludacris. I think too. B. Mm. Classic. When we talk about dope, we talk about Yeah, that's why that's why that's why I said what you said. Ooh. I, I, I one for sure. One for I'm sure. Out on this one. I don't know if I can say two. I don't yeah, know if I can say two. Because that second was better than the first one. I wasn't even including either one of those. You I'm know? sitting out on this one. I would say Ludiversal. I would oh, I, I would say Ludiverso was the first time that he got it right. I no, completely. Yeah, I think the first two. Did you got to see? I put this. He wasn't a fan for me. I put the, I put Ludacris on on the strength of tone. I say he has almost classics, but not a classic album. That's why okay. that's 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 how I feel about the other ones, but that's why I I feel like Ludiversal, I feel like he like he got it right on Ludiversal. I say the first two because you could play those now and rock all the way through. I could play them now, but just cuz I could play them now doesn't mean that they're classic. Yeah, but you could play them all the way through and and it still can't. sounds just as good as it did. I can't. I can't. I think I can't. Like, I'm one kidding. that he almost got he it right that. was Chicken and Beer. But what killed Chicken and Beer was it had too many guest appearances. 
I say the first two, to be honest. If I would say word of mouth would be his closest thing to a classic. Which is the second C D. I think that first C D should be a classic too. You know why? You, there's two reasons why I say that the first one wasn't really much classic. It had the What's Your Fantasy remix, which he just did the hook. I love it. And it had Fat Rabbit on it, which was originally on Timberland's album. I like it. So, if you say he has two, I'll go ahead and co-sign with you. I gotta give him. I gotta give him a classic for back for the first time. I'll co-sign with you. And, and, and he's a, and he's another person who, you know, he brought the Neptune to the forefront too. No, yeah. Noriega is responsible for that. Well, he's responsible for it, but you know, when you think of, um, you gotta think of some of the hospitality when you think of hip hop songs, like real hip hop, street hip hop by the Neptune. I mean, yeah, I'll give him that, but like I said, you say he got two, I say he got two. I want to bring this person up, too. And, and we, neither one of us said this. Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy has Southern classics. Well, that we ready? That, uh, what's the, um, face-off? That's a classic. I thought Universal Soldier was better. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I forgot about Pastor Troy, like, Pastor Troy is just like a Southern hero. I can give him Southern classic but think, status, but no, I got to give him classic status for uh, Face Off and um, Face Off and um, Face Off was a good Universal CD. Soldier. I think that was great. Face Off was a good CD, but I can't call I Declare War a classic CD. No, nah, not the I Declare War one. The one that was officially called Face Off. Yeah, the, no, that's what I said. Face Off, I consider a classic CD. Yeah. But I Declare War, I can't consider a classic album. And that album went gold. Nah. I think he has two. <clears throat> Universal Soldier, I liked a lot. I give him two for those. But I think when I listened to Universal Soldier, what was it? I want to say it was like last month. It sounded kind of dated. Oh. But we'll give him one. So. <clears throat> but, yeah. Damn, B, you quiet. You, you still alive, B? I, yeah, I'm still alive. I, you know, I, I'm going to sit this one out. Okay. Don't say well, nothing about Pastor Troy. Don't bad well, my we're on to the, we're No, on I wasn't gonna say nothing bad about him. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that he has a classic. He has a lot Face of dope off. albums. Face Off is definitely a classic. To me. So he has one classic. Yeah, he just got one. All right, cool. The next artist is Red Man. Should have been mentioned. Three. Two. What's the album? Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters. And Doctor Name. I, no, I listened to Doc's name like I said. Remember, I told you yesterday I was going to listen to Doc's name today. Mm-hmm. I can't give you the classic album because the song Da Da Da, Jersey Yo, 
I like um, There was though. another song that I couldn't give the classic album for also. Oh, God, what song was it? Well, all right, y'all. I like all those. And see, Red Man is different because he's funny as hell. Yeah, he is. You know, <clears throat> Derry's the Dark Side. It's a classic. Derry's the Dark Side is good. So yeah, I, I will. Yeah. I gotta give him three. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I love Malpractice, and I give it half for that. And I love There is a Dark Side, so I give it half for that. So, yeah, I can say it's three. That's what I say. I don't, I don't consider Malpractice. <clears throat> I love Malpractice. I really and we've had can. this discussion. I really can. Yeah. I really we've can. had this as discussion. As much as I love Red Man. I just wish, what if Red Man and Ludacris did a whole album together? <clears throat> what if Red dope? Man and Eminem did a whole album together? Uh, I don't know. Have you heard the Nutty Professor that's that's soundtrack? That's... They have a song together called Off the Wall. And it seemed like he meshes but... more with Eminem than he did with Meth. But see, the thing about that is, what if... <clears throat> more of a Red album or more of an Eminem album? With Red and Luda, it'll be like, you know, Red and Luda is like, they're both like great MCs. They're both funny. They both take their, they both take their skits seriously. You know, uh, like them two together, I think would be like a Nas and an AZ together. Right. But just on another type, another type of MC. We need to you know get that I mean? idea to Def Jam. Uh, there were so many ideas I wish I could have submitted. <clears throat> but definitely a Red Man and Chris album. Something that they, like, it wouldn't be an album that serious. It should be an album that they should take seriously fun. All right. You, you know so, what I mean? And dig up right. an old verses somewhere. So Red Man has three albums. Uh, who we got after that? All right, after that we got the Ghetto Boys. I think we yeah we got about um, six more artists left. I said the two. Ghetto Boys has two. Yeah, yeah two. Yeah, we can't be stopped. And grip it on another level. Mhm. That was easy. Next is the roots. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> you said all of them? All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I'd agree. Say three. I agree with that one. I say three because I don't like and then shoot your cousin, which was her last one. <laughs> but So we'll keep it at three. I say Philadelphia Half Life, Prenology, mm-hmm. and Things Fall Apart. Yeah, so definitely three. Yeah. Definitely three. Tone, <clears throat> next up is your group, your other group that is Bone Thugs mm-hmm. and Harmony. Two. Two, yeah. Two. Two. You said Creeping on a Come Up the in East War- 1999, right? Yeah, the Auto War was good, but. um. 
I think they they got they got that double CD jinx. The Art of War they focused on calling out Three Six Mafia, Crucial Conflict, Twister. It was just basically a bunch of diss tracks that were subliminal subliminal diss tracks. I think it's stuff that needed to be said though. That's why it was called the Art of War. Got it, got it. But, so two classics. But they they got they got that. Yeah, but they got that. It would have been a classic if it wasn't a double CD. Okay, got it, got it, got it. It next definitely artist. would have been a classic. If... The next artist is Busta Rhymes. I say yes, three. Three. Yeah. And that's his first three. Not a fact. You can even do an album with Luda and Busta, or Busta and Redman. Yeah. Imagine how dope that would be, or all three right. of them. Like, right. Buster, like, I ain't even going to lie to you. I was never a big fan of Buster. I went back and listened to his shit, and I was surprised. My my three Buster like, albums would be The Coming, When Disaster Strikes, and ELE. ELE. Yep. Those are my three. And he's another person who has a great catalog. <clears throat> yeah. Incredible catalog. Like, even Anarchy was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to call it a classic, though. It was good. No, it's not a classic. It's almost a classic. Mm-hmm. Anarchy, I want to say, fell dead in the middle, and it picked up at the end. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah. Now, the next one is going to be a little tougher, and that's DMX. I say three. I say two. I say three. No, no, I I, I say two, and that's, it's Dark and Hell is Hot, and and then there was X. Nah, flesh on my flesh, blood on my blood. Gotta get that out of here. I like the CD, but there's a lot of tracks I skipped on that. Mm. And he has that track with Mary J. Blige that I totally despise. He's an album. He's a, he's an artist too who came out straight out the gate with four bangers. Right. Well, I can't call the Great Depression a banger either. It was it was dope. It was dope it was compared dope. to his first three. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's, it's always going to be an album that's not as big as the other. I like other. Grand Champ better than I like The Great Depression. Really? Yeah. Mm. It was still a good album, though. So. But he definitely got big. We're down to our last two fellas. Lupe Fiasco. Two. I'll say three. I say what? food and liquor in the cool. And what was the third one called? Um, after food and liquor, the after the cool, he released lasers. I don't think lasers was a classic. Then he no. released food and liquor two, which. I enjoyed Food and Liquor too, 
but it wasn't a classic CD. After Food and Liquor 2, he released Taseo and Youth. And then... Um, that was Rock. real good. Taseo and Youth was good, but it wasn't a classic. <clears throat> yeah. And he's another artist who, like Kendrick Lamar, bangers all the way through, outcasts all the way through. But right. he only got two classics. Right. But here's the thing. Lupe Fiasco's worst album shits on some people's best. Yeah. So, and I think yeah. the whole problem with Lasers was it was forced. And the whole problem with Food and Liquor 2 was the track listing was, you know, if he would have reconfigured the track listing, it would have been better. But he hasn't released a bad CD yet. Now, the last artist is a group, EPMD. Two. And what you say? I say strictly business and business as usual. Unfinished business on there? No. I think. I wouldn't. I don't know. I think. Unfinished business might got to go there. Hold up, boy. So, what you're saying? I don't you know. Business of a personal? Or business of a personal was good, but it wasn't classic. <clears throat> How about back in business? Back in business classic? was good. But that came out, well, in 98, yeah. around when everything was coming out. Yeah. But they definitely yeah. got it, too. Like, they in 98, I remember buying that CD. And back in business, that is. And I was just like, oh, man, this is dope. And putting it right back where I got it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I say, I've had that CD for over 20 years. Well, for almost 20 years. And I've only listened to it maybe 10 times. Tops. Mm-hmm. It was a good album, though. But their last That's album so... was good, though. What was that? What, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a classic, mm-hmm. though. No, it's not a classic, right. but it was it, it was a good album. Yeah, not a classic. So. And, and uh, another person who I got to sing that didn't make the list, but their catalog is dope, is AZ. Yeah. AZ. Mm-hmm. AZ has a good catalog, but my favorite analogy is AZ is that guy who runs 99 yards with the ball and fumbles on the one-yard line. And I don't know whether it's his fault or because, you know, he had a lot of label situations, too. Because you got to say, never do or die, pieces of a man, nine lives. These are all great CDs. But he doesn't have a class. I, I, I would be do Wait, Do or Die is classic. That's a classic. Yeah, you only got one classic, though. Do or Die is a classic. I don't, I don't understand. I don't think AZ never had a home. the guy that we home. all root for. But he never had a home. He's, he never had what? He never had, like, a home. He, he, you know what I mean? Right. He, he was on EMI. Then immediately after that, he was on New Tribe. 
Then after that, he was on um, Motown. Then immediately after that, he was on Motown. That was, you know, it was Motown. No two on Motown. It's like he never thing. had like a home. That's because most labels don't know what to do with them. New Tribe, yeah. that was a you know New Tribe, that was a California based record company. And then I think he just got to New Tribe because of like he got sucked into New Tribe or something like that. Well, um, they offered him a lot of money. They offered him a lot of money up front. Because mm. remember, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure if you remember, but there was um there was a magazine. Well, of course everybody remembers the Source magazine, but there was an advertisement like. New Tribe just signed Looney's and AZ and some kid named A+. Plus. <clears throat> and, you know, they were just like, you know, DC, three CDs, this CD's coming out this day, this CD's coming out this day, this CD's coming out this day, New Tribe's taking over. Like, you, he got offered a and lot of money up front, but they didn't promote it. He was a subsidiary of uh, Virgin. Yeah, right, yeah he was uh, Virgin. Yeah, they didn't promote uh, a CD the way it should have been promoted. Yeah, but they, that, but he got the new tribe because of EMI. But you know, pieces of a man should have been bigger than what it was. It Sugar Hill was a dope first single. Sugar Hill was a dope first single, and the rest of the album was killer. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. I think his, I think his career got messed up because of the labels. And it's not only that people. Yeah. Do you remember why people started to even take interest in AZ? Why? Because of him being on Illmatic. Uh, exactly. Still, he's dope. He's still one of the best. Yeah. So. Too bad you don't have anything else on the list. No, that's everything on the list. Hey, you you can think of anybody else B who got a uh, three plus a two plus? No. And don't say no. B either. I don't know. I know what I. Um, I was I was trying to see if Cypress Hill had three classes. No. Um, Cypress Hill, in my opinion, has one. Anybody, anybody, I think Trick Daddy has two. I can't give Trick Daddy one. Trick I Daddy has hood Trick class. Daddy something. I, I give Trick Daddy hood Trick classics Daddy. all day. I gotta get, I gotta, Trick Daddy gotta be an honorable mention or something. We'll give him an honorable mention. Because I like, you know, I love, Trick Daddy. Um, what's it called? Not Thug Holiday, the one that came before Thug Holiday. Uh, What's the book of Thugs? Thugs or Us. Uh, thugs or Us. I love that CD. Um, but another you honorable I- mention, I want to say Killer, Killer Army has two classics. Remember, I only listened to one of their CDs, and that was because I've never heard of it before, and you told me about it. <laughs> How do you feel about that, dude? Yeah, I would say the first two, yeah. The third one was pretty good, too. But definitely, I'm not classic. Yeah, but that's, you got to listen to Dirty Weapons, you dig it. That's, that's, 
That's how you have to do this. That's how you have to do this. Anybody else you can think of? That's all for me. Snoop Dogg? No. Yeah. Snoop has one classic. You don't think so? Two? (coughs) Snoop has one classic. I would say two. You can't give Snoop Dogg two? I can't give him two. And Snoop Dogg was signed to my favorite label. Hmm. And I still can't give him two. Which two, um, which two would you give him, Brandon? The first two. Dogfather? Dogfather, no. Doggy style and Dogfather, yeah. Nah, nah, I wouldn't give him Dogfather. Or, 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 or I switch Dogfather out with, um, um, with uh, the, the first No Limit one with the uh, No Limit Top Dog. No, No Limit Top Dog. Nah, the game said he saw not to be tall. That game is to be told not to be told. That one was trash. I gotta give. I gotta give Snoop two somewhere. I got to. Okay, let's. Yeah, maybe let's I'm go thinking about. Maybe I'm thinking about the second right one then. What was the one with the, with with Lalo on it? Um, because I like that album. Now, granted, I have not listened to it as a grown man, so I'm basing that. No, let's also. do it as a grown man, please. Okay. Okay. I let, let me go to Snoop's discography. That's Doggy Style. The classic. The The Dogfather. Mediocre. Okay, there we go. Um, no. The game is to be sold, not to be told. Uh, uh, if you're a fan, it's pretty good. <clears throat> no Limit Top Dog. That was dope. But not a classic. It was cool. Not a classic. Okay. The Last Meal. Dope. Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like that's a classic. I can't give it a classic status, and No Limit was my label. That was my label. <laughs> okay, the next one was um, Paid the Cost to Be the Boss. That was dope. But was it a classic? Nope. There we go. RNG, Rhythm and Gangster. Dope. Not was it a classic? Nope. Okay, I'm doing all these from the top of my head, by the way, so. Oh, God, what was the that, the RNG? Which one? The Blue Carbon Treatment. No, the Blue Carbon Treatment. I like the Blue Carbon Treatment, but there was so much of that, there was so much keeping it from being a classic. I liked it. I would give that an honorable I mean, mention or almost classic. I think you got to give him two. you got to give him two. If I give him two, I'm and gonna I give him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to him on the blue park. Um, blue carpet treatment. I haven't heard the the, the latest one. I heard the latest one was good, but I did not listen to it. Um, never left. Snoop Don't waste your time. Snoop definitely got out. For real? Two. I heard Don't it was. I heard time. it was actually amazing. It's not that amazing. How about a little brother? What we if you want to listen to a CD that came out that same. Well, I hear you. That's it. If you want to listen to a CD that came out that day, the same day as Snoop's Never Left, listen to David Banner's The God Box. Well, that's why I never listened to the Snoop album because I was listening to The God Box, so I didn't. I never. So does David Banner have to? I I tell you, because yeah. I give The God Box classic. How about Sean Price? 
Mm. Sean, so that, 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 I, I think that's more that acquired taste talk. Cause I would, I would give, I would give it to him because if you start right. talking stuff like that, then I would bring I'm not people into the mix like Willie the Kid. So I try to avoid album. going into stuff like that. I'm not gonna disrespect the dead man and say he doesn't deserve a classic album. So I can't do it. And I love and he Monkey said, Bars. He at least has one. I he, love he, Monkey he Bars. Monkey Bars and Mike Tyson. Monkey Bars and Mike Tyson definitely classics. He has two. So he has two. And Enigma, oh, songs in the key of price. That's that's yeah. He got three. I'll give him two. And that's me being nice. We'll give him two. And you give it to me. You got to go back and listen to Sean Price. So, big yes, shout out to that. Anybody be missing? No. Because um, now you're forcing me to anybody, be nice to people. <laughs> nah, but Sean Price, I got to put him on there. That man, yeah. Who's he rap? One. Hmm. Two. What would the second one be? Um, probably Giancana. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm going to leave it at four, five, six. Four, five, six is dope. Will Smith? Mm-hmm. I'm about to end the show. <laughs> come on. You <laughs> Will Smith? Come on. If you want to put Will Smith in there, then you did. Nah. He has one classic, and that's Big Willie Style. So if you're going to put Big Willie Style, you got to put the first one, too. He got two classics. Nah, I can't do that. That's like saying Camp Lowe has two classics. But they don't. Exactly. Neither does Will Smith. I don't know. That first Camp uh, yeah, they don't. What about P-Rock and C.L. Smooth? One. 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 Mecca and the Soul Brother. That's it. Easy E. None. Um Karis one. Well we kinda covered him in the B D P thing, so yeah. kinda, but his solo albums was he was pretty good. I loved I Got Next. I love. I got next. I say two. two. I got next in Return of the Boom Bap. Mystical. One. Um, Unpredictable. Dead Press. One. Two. You say two? Two. We give them two. Let's give three. Yeah. Oh, come on, two. Yeah, we gotta give them two. Um, let me see if anybody else I can think of on the top of my head. Um, off the top of my head, come on, come on. Heavy D. None. Uh, Nelly. None. Country Grammar. You want to give him first one classic status? Oh, yeah, I, 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 I think from, from, from me here, I really kind of hate it. So I give Nelly his respect. 
as an artist and, and, and him holding it down for as long as he did and for St. Louis, but Country Grammar classic. I give him two. I give him two. Possibly um, six, possibly three. Who's the game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two short. One. Life is too short. What about E40? E40 is too. E40 is for an acquired taste. I didn't want to put E40 on my list because E40 is one of my favorite rappers. But when it comes down to classics, this is going to hurt me to say I don't think he has. I don't think he has one. I think so. And I'm a huge E40 fan. I think because the way E40 CDs go. Is you'll listen to this track, you'll listen to this track, you'll skip this, skip that, skip this, skip that, listen to this one, listen to this one, listen to this one, skip this, skip this, skip that, album's over. Well, let me ask you this since you brought that up. Is it possible to be a legend without a classic album? Yes. Yes. Okay. You look at Coogee Rap. Because. I wouldn't throw Coogee Rap in there, but I would throw Big Daddy Kane in there. Exactly. He got he got one classic. What? Um, the one where he was sitting on the throne. Um, nah, I, 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 nah, I, 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 um, I, I listened to that recently. That definitely is not a classic. That just was a long as the cane is a classic. That's a classic. Like, like you got rappers like, I, you know, I, I, I was always more rock him than Kane. Like, like. Like Kane, and that's not to take anything away from Kane. Like Kane is a legend, Kane is the man, but I, I don't feel he has a complete album. Uh, I think that his his uh, sex symbol uh, image got in the way of him making a complete classic. Nah, I got to say you got Kane classic. As I said, you got artists like E Forty. No classic album, still a legend. Too short. One classic album, still a legend. Well, that's, well, that's the reason why I asked that, because I feel like Kane is a legend, but I don't think that he has a single classic. But Brand Nubian. I love Brand Nubian. I give them one and a half. I would say All for One is a classic yeah. album, but that's it. Yeah, that's and why I said one and a half. Um... Wait. Anybody else we could throw up there? Uh, uh, let me think real fast. All right. Well, let me ask this because this is a person's name who always comes up in the uh, in the conversation of having no classics. What about Lil Wayne? I'm not even going to talk about this one. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. I mean, I'm just saying because I mean, he he put in the work. He got he got the time. He got the time in there. He be in the discussion. Yeah, but you got to understand that the janitor has been working for 27 years for Goldman Sachs, and he got the time in the company doesn't necessarily mean that he's a stockholder. Yeah, like, he ain't got no classes. I mean, but that's the way I feel about Kane, though. I feel like, and and even though I like Kane, but not like Lil Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne got a a stronger catalog than Kane. Yeah, but that first one is a I can't say that. I got you. But you said, you listen to let me get this straight. You said Lil Wayne has a stronger catalog than Kane? 
Yeah. Well, he, you yeah. know where Kane fucked up in this category? Um, catalog? Veterans Day. Kane just kind of, like, faded out as he got older. He didn't really get better. The music didn't really get better. Well, that's because he was trying to do what he did on his first album. You know, and like you talk about legends, you got Slick Rick. He he really only got one classic. Yeah, but he's still ain't dated. We mentioned Slick Rick yesterday. Mm Hmm. We mentioned Slick Rick yesterday. Slick Rick, as great of as great of a legend as he is, only has one classic album. Pete Rock, but a lot of that he had he had he had a lot. There was a lot going into that 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 caused him to only have one classic album. Also. Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Legends, but do they have more than one class? One class. You know, so. But nobody talks about them as far as the best, though. The reason why I brought up people like Kane and Lil Wayne and stuff like that is because when you talk about the best, you know, you may mention the best as far as Pete Rock, as far as production, he comes up with that conversation. Yeah, but a lot of that bullshit is off of commercial status. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, kind of, yeah. but kind of, but not really. It, it is validated in a sense. Like when people say stuff like, "Oh, Jay Z's the best rapper," even though I don't agree with that, it's validated. He's got like, the body of work I to support it. I didn't, I didn't want to say it, but Old Dirty Bastard has two classes. Return to Return the Dirty Sixteen is a nigga please. And nigga please. I didn't think Niggas Please was classic. It was good. You got to listen to it. You got to listen to it again. I didn't think so at first, but I like Niggas Please more than I like Return to Dirty Channel. And I want to say, listen, the last like, time I listened to Niggas like, Please was in May. I like, I think that's so, a classic. I'll listen to it when I get back in the house. You know, and it's dirty, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, even Meth doesn't have two classics. He has one. No, he doesn't. But he still uh, doesn't. Jizz has one. Rizza has... Fuck. Bobby Digital. And Rizza... Bobby Digital was classic. That ain't no classic. That ain't no classic. Bobby Digital was classic. Nah, that's a Wu-Tang classic. That ain't no classic. Sorry, Rizza. Yeah, you do gotta be a Wu-Tang fan or, yeah. or be into like... Cool Keith or something to really appreciate a Bobby Diggs yeah, CD. Like, like. Wizard ain't got no classic. Like, that's not Cuban links. Like, people just like, people like, like, uh, I remember, uh, Titty Boy, uh, called, uh, Cuban links. He called, he was like, it's, it, it was trap talk from New York. You know, ain't nobody listening. Like, unless you into that kind of shit, you ain't listening to no, yeah, you uh, Bobby Digital album. Okay. I almost got in a fight with a nigga because he said Bobby did the album was whack. And now I can understand why he said it. <laughs> but that's my shit, though. You understand? Yeah. Right. You know, but, uh, you know. All right, fellas, we got to wrap it up. Yeah, that's been a. Brandon, you came late, but you finished out strong. Right. Yeah, because I, I heard y'all talking about Kanye and you, but I was just actually telling you, I was saying that to you about Kanye. I was like, them first three albums, I feel like. He did his thing, Coach and after that, the it was much, uh, downhill from there. Uh, I got one thing to say. Fuck Kanye West. I agree. Uh, I is that how y'all closing uh, on the show? And his clothes. Yeah, fuck Kanye West. And Rizzo. Yeah. Rizzo used to be my favorite producer. He disappointed me. 
And Wu Tang Clan is my favorite group, but fuck you guys. <laughs> oh man, don't do that to me. Every no time Brandon's on the show, you gotta throw a you guys shot at me. I because he he knows the story that I told him over and over. He's an ass. You got as an asshole. I'm an asshole too, but I I could at least speak. Like don't just bump and not speak. Damn. Shout out to Lamont. <laughs> Lamont Hawkins. <laughs> All right, what guys. Fun. Are we got Our any more fuckies, though? No, no more. Wait, do we got any more fuckies? Oh, yeah, 21 Savage. Fuck He's no savage. longer a savage. He's not a savage. We're just going to call him 21. 21 right. something? Parading around the slut walk. He's a whole any more Holding a any Captain Saber who sign. Yeah, like, come on. Like, come on. On, like damn, like this is one thing to go see a, a a soft movie with your girl, but Jesus Christ, to go to the whole. Like, when do you take it? Yeah, when do you take it up the ass? When, when is love equal that? I mean, I guess that's what it is because uh, she obviously not taking it up the ass from so, <laughs> according to the both of them. So, I mean, somebody got to get some in the relationship. So. Can we have no, a show dude was at the slut walk shit. holding a Captain Savaho sign. And I'm a slut too. Can we just have a show about stupid shit in hip hop? Yeah, man. That'll be. I'll go ahead and write out some ideas and I'll bounce them off you tomorrow. Hip hop, you ain't even got embarrassing moments hip hop. freestyle that shit. You can freestyle oh, okay. embarrassing moments, whack shit. Um. You know, this is talk about music, clothing, got, just everything. I got a lot to talk about in that. That could be that could that could that could be a mini series right there. That could shit could go for a long time. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole hater show, a whole rapper. You know what? Damn the almost classic show. Hater show coming up next. Yeah, we gotta get this out. We gotta get this out in the open. Starring guest star B. Machini. <laughs> Especially because we like people who like real hip-hop music. And there is a such thing as real hip-hop music. I hate when these right. OGs get on there and talk about, no, it's the young cats. No, that is not what it is. You know what I mean? That is Save some for is. the show, Tone. Save some for the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Close it out. Starting with B. Fuck Kanye Any and Kim Kardashian and, 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 and all the rest of Robert Kardashian's descendants and his ex-wife. All right. Two gun, you're on the you're always, on the horn. You know, I'm good. I don't I don't say what I need to say. And I guess That's I'm it. closing out. Drink water. Yep. That's it. Word. All right, Drink water, I'll and listen to real hip hop. Right? I'll holler at y'all later. That's it. All right, ladies.